0: Welcome back everybody this is the It's So Weird podcast and today I want to dedicate this third and final podcast on death and dying titled The End to my beautiful parents. They played an essential part in how I view death and dying and without their love, compassion and knowledge that they gave me it would have never been possible. And wherever they may be in the universe I hope that they can hear the song things you do while waiting for the apocalypse by the Holy Sons and this podcast and that this radiates out and they feel the love I will always have for them.
1: Amen to the search for the knowledge of this world Wishing that it sprung from every soul like a bird. Did you do your own research? Did you build from the ground? Your own church, down with the written histories And so those burned-up books that we cannot read, oh Celebrate the graves that you stand upon This is love to the deaths that I'm standing on The claustrophobic magic spiral sickens and swirls to feel the failure that I felt with the girl. Liberation's out. Bring the mind prisons back in. Get them safe, keep them safe. Forget the past. Through a the sickness lasts.
0: everybody. Hello. Hi there. This is the It's a Weird Podcast and our guest today, our first guest of our podcast is Miranda and I wasn't I'm not going to really mention any last names unless you'd like me to. We try to keep things anonymous here. Good. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. And just give us a brief sort of like kindergarten give us a brief uh roll down on who you are what you do um et cetera, et cetera. real short it doesn't have to
2: be like um a licensed funeral director mm-hmm. excellent <laughs> <laughs> and when did you go to school for that uh, which time, the first time or the second
0: time? <laughs> so
3: I guess how many years have you been doing this? So, so yeah, kind of start from the top of like, I'm a licensed funeral director and this is how many years I've been doing it and how many funeral homes you've been at.
2: Um, so I have worked in the death care industry, I think that would be the easiest way to say it, for uh, I would say three years now started off as a funeral assistant in louisville a crematory operator funeral director intern and now i'm a licensed funeral director
3: in the death care industry that is what we call it That yes. that
2: is
0: is that the proper noun
2: that's that's
0: the death care industry
2: yeah i would say so because okay. it covers everybody that works Wow!
3: Talk about death care. sanitizing and and sort of removing any any sort of emotion. It's the death care industry. You know that's 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 my first thought is because that
2: could include anybody from hospice, death doulas, funeral directors, crematory operators, anybody that. <laughs> <laughs> Not to get in your face. But we're Not get at your all. Face. So anybody that works with dead Not bodies, dead
3: or dying. Yeah. So so that's correct. Dying and death, because you said hospice and death duelists, which are really part of the pre-dying or the, or the pre the death. the dying part part of this. <laughs> and then, but what you do is the
2: dead part. Uh, I do more than that because in, people will still come to funeral homes to prearrange when they're alive.
3: Oh, yeah, back to the pre planning. The is practical side of, of death yeah, and dying. And that's kind of where we started out with was let's be practical about this. So, how many people on average do pre plan? I'm just curious. Like 50%, 30%?
2: Yeah, I'd say probably about 30%.
3: 30%, so 70% of the time, your job is dealing with um, sort of an emergency situation, sort of a there's no plan and I have this body sort of a situation.
2: Um, it may be a little more than that. Wow. Now that I'm thinking of our pre-need drawer, we have a pre-need and at-need. Pre-need is somebody that's already came in and put their wishes on paper, uh-huh. whether they paid or not. And then at need is when someone passes,
3: and, and at we that got a time. need right then. Yeah. So, how often does someone come in with a um, at need list? Like, perhaps I've told my kids this is what I want, but I haven't made arrangements myself. Or do people generally come in and are like, "I have this death, this body. What do I do? Is it mostly that?
0: don't know i think it's a mixture of both, both?
2: almost equally but Brilliant. are you the first person that they talk to or um so it depends so like uh the family could call and say hey um grandpa joe has passed away we don't know what to do and, or, that, and that
3: happens yeah
2: okay or it could be um the nurse from the hospital just calls and the secretary answers the phone and so she takes down. We have these little pads of paper that uh-huh. have, like, all the vital statistics for that person. So we make sure we pick up Uncle Joe yeah, Grandpa Joe So, so than... sometimes
3: if you're in the hospital and you pass away, the, the doctors and nur- the nurses will actually make that phone call for the family.
2: Yes. But not always. No. So... The other day I had a lady who called me and said, the hospital told me to call you
3: well yeah and 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 that must
2: be like she was crying yeah that that must be a really difficult conversation Um, some of them are yeah some people just call and like oh i just found so and so on the floor and i don't know what to do do i call the police oh my gosh so you're the first (laughs) one (laughs) <laughs> death just
3: death emergency 101 emergency. i just walked into this dead body and um they you know, call I, you but that makes sense i mean if it's an elderly person we, we, and, and and you walk in and they're dead i mean you know maybe you don't suspect foul play and call the police is protocol to call the police first if you like you know if i walk into if London. it's
2: if it's uh, an elderly person typically not no wait a second
0: wait a second let's back up here okay okay so the process is is they call you Mm -hmm. correct do you then direct them to uh, an an ambulance to come pick them up like how do they what's the process after they call you if they haven't called the police or the hospital um can you
2: just go pick up a body yeah if they were okay under doctor's care, and there was reasonable suspicion that it was just a natural death, yeah, then yeah, you know, we would just go pick up the dead body and bring it back to the funeral home. Do
0: you have to decide if it's reasonable, a reasonable death, or
2: if it's questionable, we'll just call the police. Police will just come on, okay? So let's they say they typically they're... get called anyway, oh, okay? My that little, makes sense. My little maniacal brain was. Well, I'm corruption. thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? How can
1: we
0: get away How with murder? How can we get away with murder? Just <laughs> call the funeral home first. <laughs> They'll never know.
3: Express cremation. Um, well, so, but your job must be pretty emotional too, um, for you, uh, as being an empath. Yes. Yeah. So you you feel the feels. How do you deal with that?
2: You cry it out or just say this is part of my job and leave it at work when you You bubble it out. When you shut that door, you leave work at work. Work at work. You're pretty young. Or sometimes if I'm having a terrible day, I'll stop at Marcy's gym and and work it out. And get it off. And exercise it off. Yeah. Yeah, what have yeah.
3: I been telling you, Christy? Exercise cures. Hey, just I just take a shower.
0: I just wash that shit away. Just I put it, it down the drain, like you, like you do boyfriend. with dead people. You <laughs> yeah. know, you just all the fluids go down the drain. Okay, and all that, the yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, but I first want to address that you're very young. I think um, to go into the industry for death and dying. Um, what? Yeah, what motivated that, you like did you just fall into it did you trip into it and say yeah i kind of like this or
2: so i think along the same lines as marcy i was obsessed with cemeteries as a kid
0: yeah
3: yeah i kind like of spent a lot of in time in cemeteries
2: rode my bike just hung out because it was quiet it was peaceful nobody's gonna bother you there <laughs> yeah they're like
3: there's that weird girl over the, the stones are pretty <laughs> yeah i like to see the way
2: people so, so that's what kind life. of
3: what attracted you to it, is, is it was just a, a calm that's and peaceful... something
2: I've recently discovered, like, I've always I've been trying to dig into my brain, like, why did I choose funeral service? hmm And that's the only thing that I could come up with. Um, in high school, there was a thing you could do in the last period of school. You could go job shadow, and there was a list of jobs that you could shadow, and then Funeral director was on there, and I was like, "Oh, what a missed opportunity for me!" What do you mean job shadow? So I could just go watch what they do for the day for that last wow, like a. So what
3: did they let you see?
2: So, right. So (laughs) I just sat in the back room and filed paperwork. Oh, so
3: man, he he didn't take you back there and show you dead bodies. And how old
2: were you? I would have been
3: eighteen. So, and then you had some other jobs
2: and, but you came back to this. So after I graduated high school, cause that, that was high school, I knew I wanted to get into mortuary school. So you knew then that that was something you wanted to I do. I just still wanted to pursue it. That's really awesome. That's so, you know. I did. And I was not the one to pass out when we first seen our dead body. I knew that I was doing okay then. Yeah. <laughs> so so that happens. Like, yeah. you know, people are in a lot mortuary happened. school. And people think they want to do it. They get in and then they're like, oh, shit, that's a yeah. dead body. That's a dead body.
3: So in mortuary school, you learn the business side of, um, or do you just learn the embalming Side, which we are really wanting to learn more both. about here. Christy and I do. Both. both. So you learn both aspects of that.
2: Because in the state of Indiana, you have to be a licensed funeral director and a mortician.
3: And a mortician.
2: And those are two actually separate careers. Uh, in some states, careers, yes. In some states. Okay. An embalmer. A an funeral th- director and an embalmer. Okay.
3: So um, funeral and dre- director entails dealing with the pre-planning and the life family and that sort of thing.
2: The embalmer um, is just
3: everything from... Can you tell us about that? Embalming. We wanna know. Of course. All right. <laughs> what do you wanna know?
2: <laughs> Walk us through. So okay, the- so I go pick up Joe Smo, bring him back to my facility, and we have to have permission from the family, the next of kin, that says, okay, you can go ahead, because if not, it's mutilation. Okay. So I lay them, <laughs> lay them we'll onto on my up. table. Uh huh. I wash them down. I set their features. So you close the mouth, you close the eyes, give them a bath, and then you make this nice little incision along the collarbone. Uh huh. And pull up the vein and the artery. Okay. Then you snip the artery in the vein and insert your tools in there so the blood can. My flow tools. Freely. Your tools. Yes. What sort of are tubes? Uh, there's a, there's a thing called a drain tube. Uh huh. So it would just connect to a, a tube to, to direct the blood into the drain, or if you just let and you it mean free it's well. just like
3: a regular drain,
2: yeah.
0: Like, the D- is there a pump like, that sucks the blood out, or no. does it? We're not, not vampires. Of... Hey, hey! So I mean, putting... what if the blood is congealing? <laughs> like, what if it's not it flowing? Like, do so you have does. to massage them? Yes. Oh my, oh my goodness. Goodness. god! <laughs> so. Elaborate, please.
3: <laughs> Into the artery,
2: you stick your arterial tube, uh huh, which flows the embalming fluid from the machine that pulses the uh-huh. fluid through the body, and the blood pushes
0: out.
3: So I imagine that the embalming fluid is mm-hmm. like um, slimer green. No.
2: Is... It's clear, and you can add dye to what it. What a disappointment.
3: <laughs> because
2: when you... Die. All the color from your skin fades out. Your blood pools at the bottom. So
3: I won't be this no you toasty be brown glowy, color.
2: No, you'll be like a gray. Or I was gonna white say you'll look, or a look like a Martian.
0: Yeah, you go, y'all can cremate me immediately. <laughs> 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 but, and uh, the chemicals that are used uh, through the research I did. And correct me because I want to know is formaldehyde and. Uh, uh, is it methanol or window window cleaning solution? It's just highly toxic. Chemical. So Hi, you
3: have to be completely
0: covered, like like.
2: And
3: okay, we're before we. we um, um, I'm so, so sorry. Um, so so there's a was, body
2: laying on my embalming table. So let's and start I, from there. You've got your body. I've pumped my fluid, my embalming fluid,
3: and then you're you're pumping that fluid into their. Arterial artery, right? Yes. And it and circulates
2: to the body, and I have to manipulate certain parts of the body so to help fluid uh-huh. into and blood out. Uh-huh. And How can, long does that take? You can see. You can it. see it. So that's, that's. You can see a color change to the body when you're putting so embalming fluid back in.
3: They get their color back? Mm-hmm. Okay. So even though the embalming fluid is clear, they no there's dye that we put in with
2: oh. it it makes it is it pink dye or pink depending or on the
0: the race or
2: culture i don't even think that really matters, that doesn't matter so at all no but if okay. it's jaundice we would have to treat it differently because the body's yellow. well like so you have to be so an artist yellow. so like i don't even know how to compare a yellow
3: like a mustardy yellow yeah yeah okay so like then how long does this process take usually and I'm assuming... Each body
2: is different. Yeah, I'm assuming
3: that if you've got a 500-pound body, it's going to take a minute or two.
2: Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe they've been... <laughs> Fresh?
3: Fresh! <laughs> or... Oh, you mean like you just picked them up, like they dropped and then you just picked them yeah. up? Yeah. Okay.
2: All right. Or they've been down for a while and maybe they've been in the cooler. Uh-huh. Sitting for a while. How long are you allowed to let them Cool.
3: Can you keep them indefinitely?
0: And do the doors lock? I want to know. Yeah. <clears throat> Everything Excuse has to me. be locked. No, no, I mean, so if your you're stuck is. in that that um, space with the door shut.
3: Are you locked in? Is that what you're asking?
0: Yeah. What a weird question, <laughs> Well, you know. <laughs> right? You so. watch all these movies, right? And if oh. you come back from the dead, are you locked into that metal box and you nice. can't push your way out? Yes.
3: Yes, you were locked in that metal box. You have
2: and to you... safeguard the body. So the so no zombies
0: locked. are getting out. No. Unless you release them. That's why I tie the shoestrings when they're in the <laughs> casket. You do? No. <laughs> are they wearing shoes? You could have people, totally yes. carried so that
3: off. <laughs> I would have been like, oh my God. I'd have told everybody <laughs> for the next 50 years. <laughs> so you know, know what Miranda does? She
0: <laughs> supernaturally ties the shoestrings together. So they'll trip as they fall out of their Uh, casket. Holy crap, (laughs) Marcy. So then do you
3: um, usually, uh, like, prepare their faces and things like that? Or does someone else come in and do that? No, I do it all. You do it all. Mm -hmm. So you do makeup and you do hair. Mm -hmm. And you're an artist. Right. That's Mm -hmm. why I was... Yeah. 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 You are. I mean, that's, you know... Um, I can't they call even it restorative art. Restorative art.
2: Because you're Does that
3: mean you could them, do my
0: makeup? Right. <laughs> I can't do we'll makeup. Do, we'll do makeover here after a while. <laughs> On my 50 year old wow. face? Wow. Restorative art. Most
2: funeral homes can uh, makeup comprise of um, everybody's makeup that somebody's brought in, and we just find the closest color matching to the body and Wow. Make it so make, it's a,
3: a little bit of a scavenger yeah. hunt. You don't or even
2: have a kit? Yeah, there's mortuary kits that you can get, but okay. Is that a money-making idea?
3: Oh, to To make kits and sell like like Jeffree Star kits (laughs) that my daughter goes crazy over? Um,
2: (laughs) Mortician makeup. Somebody does it out there. Probably chemical companies. So so, um, the movie
3: Death Becomes Her. Um, I don't know if you've ever oh my gosh, you'll have yeah, to watch that's the wonderful really... movie. I know it dates me. It completely that's dates. That's like me. the eighties. That was like the nineties, Christy. Late eighties. And that's when I was early nineties.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, you, yeah. Miranda.
3: Um But <laughs> anyway, in, in that movie, uh, the Mortician, Bruce Willis, um, he is a Hollywood mortician. Um, he's, you know, just sought after because of his work, and it's revealed that what he uses his tools of his restoration um, art is uh, spray paint. Do you guys ever use spray paint? Never, no? use, spray Never paint.
0: use spray paint. Okay, I was just curious. Yeah, about that, that would be interesting.
3: Yeah, I'm,
2: I'm kind of yeah, yeah, uh, like just spray you know? the face like they do airbrush. in Hollywood. Airbrush, airbrush, we do airbrush. Cosmetics. Okay, that's probably
3: what oh, you do. do.
0: Okay, I've done that a few. Times. No, it
3: was actual spray paint. Did you go to
0: school for that, or did you learn that I just as a process? It as you go. <laughs> and what if you really suck at it? Okay. <laughs> you just wipe it off and do it again? No, yeah. no, no. I mean, do they critique it? Do, yeah. Do,
3: your, you, do you go to your boss and go, hey, take a look at this gal? No.
2: No, I think it's something you just kind of learn. Like, well, you have pictures, right, of the deceased. Sometimes, yeah.
3: Sometimes you don't.
2: Wow. And um, it's different because I've learned working at two different funeral homes. now, they each do something different. Like their bodies look different they use different chemicals well just like the hair salon and i mean yeah so there's a signature
0: to each Ooh. funeral home as I would to say how not your loved even one to a is funeral going home to i would say individual to that, person, to that, that, individual, that embalmer to that individual. i never knew wow. that that's well, fascinating I mean, that, that so you may go sense. to one funeral
2: home and the body looks like it's caked in makeup and the other yeah. has hardly any makeup you know that's always a comment
3: that that you know uh uh, hearing people walk away from the casket and say oh she looks so natural um because no one wants to say anything negative and i've heard negative and well and then you get in the car and it's like oh my gosh wait a
0: second you've heard negative
3: Mm -hmm. i'm sure you've
2: about heard it all do they come to you? Well even funeral homes talk about other funeral homes and how oh, yeah. their bodies <laughs> are looking. That's, that's trash talking. Okay.
3: <laughs> how, that's hilarious. How do you get to trash talk? How do you get to see the other people's work, their their bodies? Because they're at well, the small funeral. towns. huh. You
2: know Joe, but he went over to such and such funeral home.
3: Oh yeah. I can't
2: guess Because his family's gone there for five hundred yes. years.
3: Yes. And so you actually, you know, maybe go go to that
2: funeral home to pay our respects. Uh And And then
3: you go, oh.
2: You're like, oh, what did they do?
3: Yeah. (laughs) That's so funny. How many
2: funeral directors are there in a funeral home? Depends on the size of the funeral home and how many calls they do.
3: How many calls do you do?
2: Um, The first firm I worked at was about 120. This one now is closer to 200.
3: Two hundred in a year. year.
2: Okay. So uh,
3: about one every three days, two days.
2: Or yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. So you've always got sometimes some, it's three
2: in a day. And sometimes it's three nothing in a day. one day.
0: Uh huh. And do they? Oh well, of course they vary in ages. Um, yes. Uh, do you? I don't know how to say this correctly. Do you treat some more sensitively than others? Meaning, if it's a younger person who's died or a child, um, is there a different treatment in comparison to? Do you mean um, like
3: embalming treatment, or makeup treatment, or just um,
2: emotional? Yeah, emotionally, I of would it. say all. Of yeah, it. yeah, all of it, because um, elderly people have lived life, and, and so you do young have, have a value. Have not? They've yeah been robbed of life. Right. And that's or,
3: that's where like the emotional toll, you know, really like I would imagine. We takes. had
2: a fairly young person just recently and watching the kids say goodbye to their dad was emotionally taxing. Yeah.
0: And you have to be present. So and, you start from yes. beginning and to from end emotion
3: um in that moment. Like you, you have you to just kind of maintain
2: it. your composure. But I think they're the family would be understanding. They're not yeah. gonna remember that anyway. You know that that that's is an interesting um, point to make. Um, they're so overstricken yes, with grief. Yes, that, that whole day, they're not gonna remember. Yeah, there, there they're are. not gonna remember. I mean, remember it's who kind of like the wedding day
3: sort yeah. of syndrome of, of like you There's don't remember so much when going it's on someone on. that's really close to you. Um, you you don't remember the events of that day, or, or you remember one very or odd, you could. I'm
0: gonna shut up. <laughs> I want to hear what she has to say. <laughs> she going to to you all the time. to shut up. You told me to tell you, I know. I know. and I thought I was being nice by doing the
2: cat. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, just go, shh, put your finger in front of her (laughs) mouth.
1: Maybe I should get,
0: like, a feather. Just tickle her her lips. It could be fun! (laughs) So, okay, so you start from the beginning, on the table. What's the next step?
2: After the embalming? Yes. So the fun part um, that I absolutely cannot stand of this job is... Aspirating, and you have this almost two and a half feet foot long trocar is the name of it, and you stab it into the gut.
0: Yeah, I saw pictures of that.
2: And you hit your main organs to suck out the remaining blood, lung juice, poop, pee. Any. Into anything toilet drain like everything else is gone down the drain. Wow. Then you put a little button in there and screw it in. How do you know you're done? When you're not getting anything back in your tube. Okay. All right. And you just
3: kind of, I mean, you know where the organs are. So you Mm -hmm. just, that's,
2: that's. Was it wow messy the first time you did it? Not messy because you're piercing this. Sharp object into the body and it's okay attached to so you didn't pull it out suction. and fluid
0: flew everywhere or anything like that no. has that ever so <laughs> no we no longer
3: you no longer like cut someone from their <laughs> collarbones down the center that's an autopsy
1: okay
2: <laughs> we just that's fine a simple incision here <laughs> okay. unless like your arm maybe there's a blockage somewhere mm-hmm. we can follow that artery and vein to the next one and open it up and make an incision in it to embalm further down to where we're not getting distribution.
3: But you really don't do any damage to the body other than the the neck and in the belly. Like those are the only sort of incisions that are made. Some
2: funeral directors they choose to make an incision um, at the femoral artery instead of making that Mm -hmm. collarbone incision that way it can be hidden like in women mm-hmm. who might wear a low-cut shirt so that doesn't so have to be look hidden. So they sexy in the cast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed.
0: And does each funeral home have its preference? Each funeral director does. And but you're a funeral director correct? Correct. So you get to make that decision. The funeral home overall doesn't get to tell you how you'll do the process. Is there a hierarchy,
2: meaning? No. Okay. Funeral home's just a building, and we do our thing inside the building. So you're sort of a subcontractor? We can be. Okay. But but one funeral home has to have your license displayed in their building. You can have licenses in other buildings. Mm -hmm. You can work for other people.
0: What if you have four funeral directors in one funeral home? Do you have to trade off per
2: dead person? Just whoever's working per schedule. So it's a schedule. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Sometimes.
3: How long, if I'm filled with embalming fluid, will I stay fresh?
2: Just depends on the body.
3: Four or five days?
2: Depends on the body. It really
3: does, it depends. So, so
2: if the body was just badly eaten with bacteria and other nasty shit, then they're uh-huh. gonna decompose faster than a body that took embalming fluid really well. Uh huh. It and also depends on how long they were down for before they made it to the funeral home.
3: Okay, and so um, the bacteria is actually, you know, if, if you're sort of a green person like me, trying to not have any impact on the environment bacteria is actually doing a good thing yes. and I don't want to have any embalming fluid in my Correct. person. Yes. I will not be embalmed. You will not be embalmed and so that brings us to another topic of what other options do we have other than embalming and cremation and um, you know what what are some you
2: legally know? you do not have to be embalmed in the state of Indiana unless you request a public visitation Okay, so, so you
3: have to be embalmed if you're going to have visitation. Yes. But if you're just going to have graveside right?
2: Graveside service, you don't have to be embalmed. Okay,
0: what if the casket is closed? Do you still have to be embalmed if there's a visitation? Um,
2: that's a pretty fine line. Not okay. a lot of people do that. Okay. It also depends on the state of the body as well. Okay.
3: Wow. So caskets, um, we're all accustomed to, you know, big metal caskets that goes into the ground and you're filled with embalming fluid and, um, you know, kind of, there are some other steps in there that I'm not getting. Like, so after
2: they're embalmed, mm-hmm. um, they would... The family would come in and make arrangements as to what kind of merchandise they want: casket, your vault, uh, memorial books and folders. Um, then, once they picked out their casket, we would dress you guys the call body that the merchandise. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> I mean it is, it is. It is an industry. Yeah, yeah,
0: you can't I mean, you pick have another to make word. A okay, do you have a photographer? Oh,
2: that's creepy. What? No. no. That was a normal thing back in the day.
0: Yeah. So, so the my... history of... I mean... Yes. They used to prop you up with the rest of the family and take a picture of you. When I was a that's little girl, creepy. my mom
3: had a picture of my brother in his casket. and Right. Um, yeah, that's uh, Yeah,
2: I think it's... So uh, people went away from that, um, I guess, because they're scared of death, which has become more normal, but now I see a lot more people because we have that accessibility to cameras on our cell phones. They do take a picture of the person in the casket.
0: And do they have to ask permission from the family member?
2: I mean, most of the time it's family taking a picture of family, but if, if I wanted to take a picture of that person, I would have to ask the family. Okay.
3: Do you see a lot of people getting in there and taking a selfie?
2: No selfies. Okay. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Oh, we should be the first. <laughs> we should put it right up there on our webpage. I know. In my... If I die, you can take a selfie well, with me. Okay, so here's what's
3: going through my imaginary world. Um, I'm going to stop by the funeral home sometime this week and go in and not know the person and just real low key take a selfie of me and the body awkward. I know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> creepy. <laughs> All right. It's just in my imaginary well, world. Uh, well,
0: this really day and age of selfies, um, I don't think it's too odd to,
2: you know, go there. No. Um, but, Maybe but, a yeah. young person with a young person. So, ah.
3: creepy. so, <laughs> creepy. so we're, we're going to have to like search the internet for that. I'm sure it's out there. Okay. So for selfies. The,
0: Yeah. Oh, no, we're not. We are not doing that. (laughs) Don't do that. Oh, don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) So the body is embalmed. Yes. And we dress. It's dressed, casketed. And what if nobody brings in clothes to dress them? Do you have to then provide?
2: If they're going to have a public visitation. Right there, it is <laughs> casket selfies. People take selfies. <laughs> dead bodies.
3: I actually have some of
2: those—a little family picture of oh my you gosh. know me and dad I've and never grandma. Done that. I've myself taken pictures of my loved ones. Well, this, this, is,
3: this is my favorite, the down low peace sign with grandma. I think grandma would be proud of that. Yeah,
0: she'd probably be happy. So anyway. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So you, do you have to provide clothing if no one else does? No, we usually have
2: the family bring in clothing. So Unless that's a must. It's just a direct burial or cremation. Just leave them in a hospital gown. Okay. But I like to make sure everybody is clothed. Good Especially for you. Something for not me. naked. Yeah. Okay. Unless that's how
0: they wanted to go out. Has that ever happened?
2: I have never buried anybody naked. Okay. All
0: right. <laughs> or <laughs> good to know. Good to know. I I don't know. Yeah, you, know. you know, you could be you on the breaking into the edge. World
2: naked. You know. Right.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I I get that. All right. So uh, they're dressed, and then what's next? Place them
2: in the casket. Okay. The casket goes out on the visitation floor.
0: How do you? personally being as tiny as you are lift a dead body into the casket is there a lift yeah like, it's kind of have...
3: like a hoyer
2: lift but... okay
3: oh i thought you were gonna say it's because you work out and,
2: you know. <laughs> it's also because i work out at healthy balance
0: thank you <laughs> Shameless plug for the
2: gym <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you have a ho- hoist and you put them in the casket. Um, have you ever put them in the wrong casket? No. Okay. Bummer. Because she's a professional. Hey. Check you know, it out. <laughs> interior designers have ordered the wrong color couch before. I, I mean, that's, you know, it's yeah, just part of being a
3: human think If something gets it's ordered
2: incorrectly, the casket companies are pretty quick to get a replacement. To rectify okay.
3: it yeah. and, and get a replacement for it.
2: So, um... Or we'll put somebody in something better than... We'll, than oh, that's talked. nice. You'll upgrade them. Like, oh, we didn't have this one, or it didn't come in time, but... So, you guys have a,
3: an inventory of caskets,
2: Some right? places do. Some places have a full display of a casket, and then others have, like, quarter panels where just, like, a corner...
3: So, so what do you do if you're one of those display places? Do you overnight caskets? Do they arrive the next day, how does
2: that work? Yeah, they're pretty much overnight. Cause really? a lot of our caskets are ordered out of Indianapolis or Aurora. Is that a UPS delivery? No, it's the casket company itself. Wow. All right. Unless you pick are one they from, from Amazon? Walmart or Amazon. Can I get a casket from Walmart? Awesome. Yes, you
0: can. Do not look that up. I am so looking that up. Okay, <laughs> the body's in the casket. And then do they directly go into the viewing room or... Is there, like, a line? Just
2: please. Um, what do you do with it after it gets in the casket? If there are visitations that day, we usually put them out on the floor the day before or the night of, like, right before visitation. Depends on the flow of things that week, that day. Yeah. Like, if we had a visitation going on, we're done. We have another one coming up in a couple hours. We'll, like, hurry up and rush that person out.
3: Yeah, because you guys really, you know, in funeral homes, there's like one, two, three, I mean, depending on the size of the funeral home, viewing areas. And so sometimes it's like, you know, um, we've got one going out. We've got another one that's going to have to be in that room because the rooms are different sizes. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, sometimes you got to hustle that. And on a side note, wholesale caskets from Walmart are 85% off.
0: How much were they?
3: <laughs> Thanks, you didn't Google want Ad. me to look. Well, sorry. now that we got
0: started on it, I mean, <laughs> we got to follow through.
3: How much can't leave are, me hanging? Um, we could get a silver casket 18 gauge with pink velvet silver hardware for $1,195. And there's an asterisk that says, beat anyone's price. Show her. Is that a good one? Is that a good casket? It's a casket. It's a casket.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. You yeah. know
3: Come well, on, we want and they some all aesthetics. Do the same weigh. Exactly. And and you know, and all now right. they do it in less amount of time. You know, now the trend is to have a one day funeral, right? Like yeah. you know. Same
0: uh, day. Same day. Same day. So viewing and burials.
3: And that sounds so Gravesite. cold. When I say that out loud, same day service, that seems so
0: Um, Well, we are talking about the practical side of death and dying. So, um,
3: but I mean, that really doesn't give people time to wail and cry and sob over the loss of me. Oh, I mean, (laughs) when I'm gone, I think it's going to be a full week.
2: Good luck with that. I don't think your daughter wants to pay for a full week. Oh, but she will. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, Mabel. <laughs> Sorry,
2: Mabel. No, Marcy's supposed to be prepaying no, for this pre-paying. shit.
3: Yeah, I'm putting the bill for my party. Well, Aww. if you want
2: to prepay for a funeral all week. So how long would a week long funeral cost me these days? I don't know. Like $10,000? You know That's for a one day. What the? Shut the front me. door. For, Are you kidding? For a visitation, like four to eight, in a service the next day, the cheapest you're probably going to find is close to ten grand. Ouch! That's casket, vault, and services.
3: Ouch! Tenth. Do you know how much my wedding cost me? Four hundred dollars.
2: Yeah, mine costs about that too. <laughs> That's why wow. I'm also divorced.
3: Well, <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> I mean that's not specifically why, right. but <laughs> we're not going to get into we're that here. <laughs> it. So it's that's sort why, of a
2: death and dying. It's also a good thing to pre-plan. Yes, that's why so a lot of places pre plan thousand
3: dollars for one day for to give your family and friends an opportunity wait to wait say a adios.
0: So if you pay, if you pre-pay, and you pay the funeral home ten thousand dollars right today. Up, Today, then I can guarantee that in
2: thirty years.
0: Okay, so that's what I was going to say is how long Do you is that guarantee? Yes. Okay. And what if you can't fulfill that? Like, what if you go out of business? So, oh.
2: if we go out of business as a funeral yeah. home, then another funeral home will pick up those.
0: And they're obligated to by state law because or, that would probably be part or of the liquidation. Give the family
2: a chance to pick another funeral yeah. home. Wow. But they've already paid for it 30 years it's ago. It's secured. Okay. It's secured. Somewhere with a life insurance company. Okay. Okay. Because we wow. cannot keep that money in-house. It has to go to yeah a life insurance type of trust. So they get
0: oh. to take that $10,000 and then accrue interest on it? Yeah. It's all about making the money, baby.
2: Mm. So you, like, you could put $10,000 down in, like, 30 years. You may have 20000 because it has gain. so money. do you get that profit like the consumer
0: gets the profit off of the ten thousand dollars that sat for 20 years yeah now you've got twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. and $20. do you consumer, pay
3: the business the company is that
2: no what you mean? i'm
0: talking about the consumer the, the consumer, person it was, buying
2: it. it was your money okay that you put in
0: and if you don't use it all let's say you change your mind and went cremation do you get the family would get the money back
3: oh. how often does that happen
0: uh, not very often.
3: Right. Because they figure if they paid for
0: it... Then yeah, it's sort of like healthy out. balance. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs>
3: People no, no. pay
2: for a membership and, then and they, they never use it. use it. And I don't give them their money back. Marcy gets my money every month. And every
3: single month, whether she's there or not. <laughs> uh, just
2: another plug-in.
3: <laughs> <Just>, thanks. <laughs> We got to take
2: advantage of
1: this. That's right. Or so so you to also
2: come in with a $1,000 and say, I want to pay, I want to put $1,000 on my casket. And it's a $1,000 casket. Then I guarantee that casket or a better casket in the future.
3: Wow. Well, that's pretty cool. Wow. You know, it's interesting that you keep saying in the future because when you're dead, there is no future.
0: Yeah, I keep reminding Marcy of that. The day you're dead is the day you're job dead done. Because we don't have a past And we don't have a future We just have a present Alright, so is your job done Once the service is over Meaning No Okay, I figured not
2: So after we have The funeral service We take the body out to the cemetery Or the crematory Because you can have a service And be cremated still some if you people just don't spend realize a lot of money. That, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we would go to either of those places, and you have to stay until the body is sealed in a vault so legally, l- legally because of that's... things happening to bodies at the graveyard. Yes. Like somebody like being... did And does that still happen? No, not because... Because you guys stay. We're staying. Yes. Unless it's it's negligence on the funeral Ouch. director. Okay. So... You have insurance for that, correct? Um, the funeral home should. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> but you don't have to personally take no. out insurance. No. Okay.
3: So these vaults. So we're in a casket mm-hmm. that is... that gets
2: lowered into a concrete minimal box or a... ABS-lined. okay.
3: We have caskets. Mm-hmm. We have vault, mm-hmm. And the vault is put in something else? No, the okay. vault. That's what the vault
2: is made of. So there are different types of vaults that are offer... Let's
0: uh, describe vault, because a lot of people will probably think a vault is a upright or above ground It's a situation. concrete box that gets buried. Right, <laughs> thank you. It's a you. concrete box. Because when I grew up, a vault was you would go to a mausoleum and there would
2: be vaults that so they would push. So if you're
3: in a, uh, one of those things, one of those uh, mausoleum things, are you also in a vault?
2: No, you're in a mausoleum.
3: Okay. All right. I'm just trying to get my... Hey, we got to clarify out. this because yeah. I didn't so think they were
2: still doing the concrete vaults. Yes. You're in a concrete vault and it's sealed. Some of them. Some the of concrete them. concrete box mm-hmm. you're very basic. It can let things in mm-hmm. and out. Mm-hmm. A concrete vault with a liner that seals, uh-huh. more expensive. Yeah. Do you sell more of not, those than you yes, do the cheaper ones? I would think, makes eh, it's a half and half, I would really? say. Really? Okay. Because some people don't care. Yeah, I mean. And some people want to make sure that the worms don't, don't come in. into the box. Yeah. To get in the casket.
3: Okay. <laughs> the worms grow. <laughs> I was about to sing this song. <laughs>
2: So it's all choice. I mean, you can have a copper-lined vault if wow. you really... Do you have to dog. explain
0: that to them?
2: Yes. Okay, we so have, it's your obligation. We have pictures.
0: Okay. Oh, <laughs> so, so now, oh, I, I've i sat
3: at that table um, at the funeral home making the arrangements. arrangements. Um, and, and, and this is one of those memories that you just block out. Like, as as I'm thinking about it, I remember sitting at the table... How long does that usually take? I mean, I just remember getting up and leaving and feeling completely exhausted and nauseated.
2: Um, Absolutely, you. If you if the person didn't pre plan and you have all of this to consider, uh, somewhere I read was like a funeral director asks about a hundred questions or more.
3: Okay, and then you guys go through the decision making process of.
2: What type of merchandise they would like to...
3: Merchandise being caskets.
2: Caskets or urns.
3: Or those funny little cards, those little... um,
2: Memorial cards that you pass out Mm -hmm. at the funeral. Um,
3: And then there's kind of a standard... Thumbprint
2: jewelry. (laughs) Thumbprint jewelry. What is that? Um, uh, Some funeral homes, they take fingerprints or thumbprints of the deceased... Uh Uh-huh. And then they can be engraved or carved into jewelry for keeping. Okay.
3: So like you get to keep a little piece of that person. Um, oh, and speaking of pieces of people, (laughs) kind of a weird question, um, organ donation. So tell me a little bit about that because I, you know, I'm sure that it affects your business in some way because you know all kinds of organs can be removed and taken Um, what kind of things can they take as far as organ donation goes and how does that affect what you do
2: Um, so organ donation from my viewpoint is a really great thing because that person gets to live on and help other people Mm -hmm. but as a funeral director or an embalmer um, it can be a little rough when it comes to our job because we have to put back or so clean like, up a mess that the organ donation people yeah, created. I'm think, I, so yeah, if they I'm have removed skin. Um, skin. It can't the body can no longer hold in the embalming fluid so it just seeps out. So we kinda have to like dry Icky. those people up and put them in a zippered plastic so bodysuit. They take... Eyeballs, long bones, um, organs. Uh-huh. Long
3: bones, like leg bones. Like leg bones. Okay. I want to get back to the skin. Um, <laughs> because if, if it is an open casket, obviously they
2: didn't take all of the skin. So they would just take um, back to butt, typically.
3: Mm. Well, sort of like... A skinned deer. A skin
2: deer or not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is where it's at. Put the it.
2: lotion in the basket.
0: <laughs>
2: and this is why it's so weird.
3: Wow. So when they take eyes, you know, they um, just it's... stuff
2: some cotton back in there and oh, form yeah. the shape back to an eyeball.
0: Oh. Yeah, because wow. they shut your eyes. So yeah. You're, you're not... But I mean, I mean <laughs> have that's... you ever had a request where they wanted you to keep the eyelids open?
2: No, nobody wants viewing. to see that. No.
0: Really? I, I'm i kind of considering...
3: Because the eyes deflate, deflate
2: over time. They deflate. Oh. <laughs> they sink.
3: They sink out. And this is
0: coming from ignorance on my part, because yeah. I am not a biology student, nor do I ever want to be or have been interested in the human body, so to speak, as in the way you're dealing with it, you really are hands on, even more so than it seems, than a surgeon.
3: Yeah, she gets into all the parts. Right. So another question earlier, um, you had corrected me when um, I said uh, when you were talking about embalming, I thought that that was where they cut you. You said that was an autopsy. Um, but you have to deal with the post-autopsy aspects of things. So, you know, that's that's really like uh, putting people back together.
2: Yep. Yeah. And that like would be the same thing with organ donation.
3: So, same same sort of thing. You have to get in there and what do you do?
2: For an autopsy? Yeah. We would cut the incision or it's already been sewn back together by uh-huh. the... Corner, whoever, autopsy the body. We open that incision back up. We remove the organs which were placed in a plastic biohazard bag or a trash bag and
3: and, and, and
2: place those in a bucket where uh-huh. we put cavity fluid, which is a type of embalming fluid, to help preserve those individual organs. Then we have to raise arteries in the axillary huh of each arm so
3: so they have their organs in a plastic sack and then you're going to put the organs back in the body yes icky
2: so we embalm yeah. the arms the legs the head uh-huh and sometimes you have to clamp off the inside of the head at the circle of willis because the fluid shoots back out because they've removed Where's my the, circle of willis the base of your skull
3: that's beautiful i'm gonna use that all the time (laughs) is
2: that where your amygdala is somewhere in there (laughs)
1: wow
0: okay okay all right so that's an embalming then cremation is uh we we were discussing earlier um off off record um about cremation and it's just as disturbing as the autopsy slash embalming because, could you explain what happens in cremation?
2: I wouldn't say it's more I find or it, less disturbing.
0: I'd say it's about equal to... We're cooking bodies.
2: Uh, you're cooking bodies um, at about 1600 degrees, typically.
0: Wow, that's
3: a hot body.
2: Uh, It's a smoking hot body. A smoking hot body. (laughs) It's (laughs) your last chance for a smoking hot body. Last Last chance for a smoking
3: hot body. All right.
2: (laughs) So that body is going to cremate down to basic organic material. So there's going to be. Is it
3: naturally white? Or do you guys do something to make those ashes white?
2: So, some people take out certain things, um, like not burning plastic, not burning. So, like silicone boobs. What? Those produce little puffs of smoke. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> little chimneys. I've never seen them. <laughs> never, never seen them. But they cremate just like. Wait a second. The body do they does.
0: cremate you with your clothes on?
2: Yes. So oh
0: gosh. Okay. Or
2: it's up to each crematory because okay. some bodies come back, their ashes are white. And I think that's a beautiful cremation. Some come back really dark black because Is of. Is that because they have a dark soul?
3: Clothes.
2: Oh. <laughs> clothes. Clothes. Lime. Or something that the family might have put in with them to be cremated. A
3: like, chemical a, reaction. Um, like a teddy bear
2: we typically took off like shoes and leather and plastic so that way it didn't melt to the bottom of our floor and ruin Uh it Mm -hmm. um but you but it creates a beautiful pink-ish creamish white Uh ash okay um so once about halfway through the cremation cremation can take like three hours depends on the machine depends on the body About halfway through, we go in and we shift around the bones and pull them up to a bigger flame so it can cremate into a more finer ash. When you say shift
3: around the bones, do you mean like with a shovel?
2: With a really long rake.
3: With a really long rake. Okay.
2: And we're in like a thermal jacket and a a heat protection on your head and face shield. Okay, because it's like 1600 degrees. 1600 degrees, and I have to reach in there with a sweaty huge rake. Wow. To shift it around. Once it's done, um, the ashes are laying on a brick floor. <laughs> and we have to take a broom of sorts mm-hmm. and bring them up to the front or back, depends on the machine. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily easy to brush out to get every all of ash the ashes
3: into the that, container.
0: It is, you had stated, not a. Like the person previously in there
3: could be is
0: still in there.
3: So, mom left over some
2: uh, Fred the neighbor
0: ashes in your
2: because it's not particularly easy to get every ash off of brick,
3: yes, so, or anything. So, so our perception, um, we're, we're is, idiots, is <laughs> we're well, no, I think this is probably most people. You think that when someone's cremated. That's what you get. You get someone, but you also get
2: someone else. You definitely get all of Greml, but, but you might have some extra leftovers that just weren't. My view possible was to...
0: that it was a sanitary space that was hosed out every time, washed down, um, and then you put the body in it, you burn it, and then you brush them out, and you get a hundred percent you. But that's not the case.
2: No, because and, and you can't not wash reasonable. brick or ashes. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. They yeah. would, they would that just makes sense. so. Incinerate.
3: Also, uh, perception. My perception of cremation is that that is less of an environmental impact than um, what embalming is. But it's still not zero, correct?
2: Uh, there's not a lot of anything that... Le- Uh, I think somebody told me that the amount of stuff that gets into the air Mm -hmm. is less than, like, if you took the plastic sleeve off cigarettes. Sure, wouldn't fill that.
3: Okay, okay, so not, but there still is some.
2: But you're still using gas. Yes, propane, whatever, carbon monoxide, and and
3: um, those kind of things that are bad for the environment. Um, So really. The only sort of green and clean way of disposing a body is...
2: Have you heard of the mushroom suit? What? Tell me. It's a new thing out there as a way of disposition. You say Um, mushroom suit. Yes. You can be buried in a... soup. christy's hungry tell
0: (laughs) us about this mushroom (laughs) soup soup." so a
2: a mushroom suit is you're buried in this suit that's covered in spores of mushrooms all over you Uh and as you decompose you create mushrooms food yeah food Uh, food for the environment
0: organism for uh
3: what fungi do they make it in fashion colors
2: Mm, i don't think so (laughs)
3: <laughs>
2: i think it only comes in brown or black
3: <laughs> so yeah I'm, kind of, I'm curious about those things because i ideally would like to have no environmental impact living or dead um so what are some options there oh my god that's a
2: mushroom suit so there's um, actually a TED Talk on the mushroom soup. So we'll
3: we'll be referencing that and and um, posting some pictures uh, with this podcast, along with how you can get a casket from Walmart and Please some don't. some really good ideas on um, casket selfie, selfies.
0: I actually I like the idea of the mushroom soup because I, the amount of fungus in on this planet um i don't even know the numbers it's so so high up there um and and from the discussions that they're having um fungus and mushrooms spores talk to each other
3: Mm -hmm.
0: communicate they communicate yes and they cover thousands of acres yes one one cell can one Mm -hmm. one organism yes so i think that's pretty fun i'd have very symbiotic relationships yes. that uh, i love the idea. benefit the environment well yeah. absolutely necessary for yes. the environment yes. i mean you can't
2: yeah
3: we can't we, we can't, can't do have anything life without, without spores and i really
2: like mushrooms i do I too like they're so cute yeah.
3: well and they are also tasty
2: oh, they're pretty so. tasty
3: yes <laughs> and hallucinogenic if and a little fun for that. if you care
0: for that they can also be mind-altering
2: Which is part of
0: the universe. I mean, when you have, if you have a good mushroom trip, um, which I normally don't because I throw up, um, it can be quite enlightening. You can feel connected to the universe. Yes.
2: Thank you for showing me that. Yeah.
0: So does the funeral home offer that now?
2: No. Oh, how weird! I would. You'd
3: have to buy your own suit and bring it. I would think. Oh boy. An open that's casket, where there's not a lot of
2: suit. Not here in Indiana is there a lot of green burial or green burial options. But there are a few. There are a here few. in
3: Indiana. Um, um,
2: I'm not aware of them and I don't know how they go about those kinds of things just because yeah. I'm in the traditional Bible belt. Sure. We bury or cremate. Sure. sure. So and you have
3: two options. It's binary. But, but you did say earlier. Um, I don't know if we were, uh, recording or not, um, but you don't have to be embalmed. Correct. Like you could just be buried. Buried and move on. And, um, now if you're not embalmed and you're buried, you don't necessarily have, you could be in a wooden casket without a cement box, without a vault.
2: If you find a cemetery that does not require a vault there How are ma- certain cemeteries there that are don't.
3: some cemeteries that don't but that's what few and far between or? yes because okay.
2: um the cemeteries require vaults so the graves don't sink in your headstones don't get lost yeah in the earth because okay. the earth ever moving and they make it more stronger so the machines can run over those graves yeah to dig the next grave yeah yeah. yeah,
0: it makes sense. The constant vibration. Uh, we we are talking about Indiana, which is traditionally uh, sinkhole heaven here, um, and we have lost uh, grave sites, uh, complete cemeteries to sinkholes. Yeah. So that's a very realistic. Uh, and
2: water, just the yeah, water table water that we, we have. Use.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
3: Interesting. Our
0: underground water system here. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's a very.
2: So here's another weird thing for you. Yes. Extreme embalmings. What is extreme embalmings? They would pose the person in a certain pose.
3: Like an upright seat in a
2: smoking jacket. Sure. Okay. Or on a crotch rocket. Or a crotch rocket. Or standing up in the corner.
3: Okay. What about... So... (laughs) So, uh, here's some weird pictures for you. What is a crotch so, rocket? It's a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Christy. So oh, Christy. Sorry. <laughs> so, so, these people are
2: deceased. So, when they
3: yeah, I can tell. Um, I can tell. <laughs> and they pose
2: them in these strange poses. So, when you go to
3: bury them, how do you because I'm You just, just bury
2: the whole object. The whole object, or they're just gonna be wow.
3: Like that's some stuck money. in that position. That's, yeah, so I, I'm guessing that you get into you can't undo that. Some no dollars.
0: You have to be break. You'd have to break things and
3: um, mm-hmm. undo it or cut mm-hmm. things off. Yeah, fascinating. That is that's some money. You've I've never, never done, done that. Okay. I've never seen that. But it's out there on the internet.
2: It's, it's a little weird.
3: Um, it is a, it is a little weird. And that kind of reminds me like could we taxidermy a human body?
2: I mean, that's basically what embalming is.
3: Well, yeah, so but but um, embalming doesn't last forever.
1: Taxidermy You're
3: st- stop
0: a human taxidermy being. Taxidermy
3: lasts at least a, 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 you know, a few decades.
2: Off topic, off, completely off topic. That's so weird. Um, Look at this one. That is
3: so weird. So we have a casket that is on wheels like a car. We have a dead man with the steering wheel in his hand. He looks like he is um, listening to uh, Low Rider and just cruising along. Um, that's 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 really weird. So and
2: that's um, and the steering wheel is a a floral.
3: Piece. Is a flowers? Yeah, a that's pretty
0: creative. That's that's, that's very that's creative. Weird. Um, it, yeah, that's that's that is not traditional, no. right? <laughs> this is very untraditional. <laughs> and, so,
3: and so, like, I see that, and I immediately think, like, that's really disrespectful to the body, to the person. But I'm guessing not if the... it was their wish. Exactly, I'm guessing that that would be I would the wish he of the claimed person. That
0: that out and thought that would be hilarious yes um wow he had a great sense of humor i ap- i think that's fun
3: apparently
0: i so. would much prefer i don't know about you uh do you would you prefer this type of situation like uh, i guess why i guess the question i'm trying to ask is the binary would you like to see your field develop more choices for people based on their personality preferences
2: i love the idea of more customers customization but i wouldn't go to extreme embalming that's so
3: customization that just seems
2: like i'm disturbing a body
0: yes right but the green burial you would definitely like to see happen i'd like to see a
2: bigger movement of green burials because it's more natural for the earth. You're not putting terrible chemicals back into the ground. You're not burying unnecessary items. And
3: um, and along those lines I was reading about, I and I might, maybe I'm getting the term wrong, um, death conservatory, death conservation. So basically, I, am I using the right word? That would be like the
2: same thing as green. Okay.
3: But, um, well, like being buried naturally and instead of having any grave marker or anything, you know, being buried, uh, and a tree planted or your your actual burial is a tree pod, um, is, uh, what I was reading about, um, in, in these sort of conservatory areas where, uh, the land is protected in a trust.
2: So I would like to be buried in a wicker casket. Yes. Yes, As a me green too. I think they're beautiful. Yeah, I th- I think that um, is
0: that an option where you work.
2: Um, I'm not sure how to go about getting a wicker casket. Okay, but I'm sure I could figure it out. But again, if you it's were going to have
3: a any type of public funeral service, you could build your own coffin. You if have you'd to like. be
2: embalmed. If you're and having so that a would, public, so that would visitation. kind of
3: negate. Sort of the wicker basket, other than the aesthetics of it. But if you're trying to. I just want to have a
2: graveside service. Yeah. Bury me in the ground in my wicker casket. In your wicker (laughs) casket. (laughs) Casket made of wicker And casket (laughs) and coffin are two different things. Okay, so tell
3: me about that.
2: So a coffin would be anthropoidal shape. So it's going to be. Oh, the old. Head, shoulders. Yeah, Yeah. it's going to be like the old style where it's shaped to your body and a casket, and a casket is, is just like a rectangle twinkie. it's like a twinkie rectangle
3: <laughs> they always make me think of twinkies because they're rounded on top and right sometimes they're gold like a twinkie
0: i would say more like a hostess <laughs> they're stuffed too
3: they are <laughs> stuffed <laughs> okay both people just walk in i mean you know you have a moment in a day where, an epiphany maybe.
2: An impulse. Maybe, an impulse.
3: And, you know, you just decide, I'm going to plan
0: this out today. Mm-hmm. And,
3: and then... Yes. People just
2: stop in and do that. From and, what and you're saying today,
0: I think I, I... Correct me if I'm wrong. I can surmise that it's really best if you do this ahead of time. Meaning, all these decisions, all I've never heard anybody
2: say it was a bad idea to pre-plan a funeral. Right.
0: Right. I mean, you know, think about how
2: many
3: months go into planning a wedding. Right. You know, and now we years. have hours
2: to but, plan a funeral.
3: Yes, and you have hours. And, and everybody knows for sure they're going to die. And okay. we don't all know for sure that We're our gonna get married. marriage is going to last.
0: <laughs> <Before> <laughs> or I even forget get married. it. Let's address I'd like you to discuss the cost of, um, the, of a uh, package. And in comparison to how much you make in your field because I think it's really important for a lot of people to know um, and to give respect to the people in your field um, which I've never disrespected your field but I could see where you feel you're being taken advantage of you have to pay ten to twenty thousand dollars to have the full package and I'm pretty sure people don't realize how much you start out at. So if you could
3: talk but about is not
0: pocketing that 10 to
3: $20,000. No, no,
2: but okay. No, so when a funeral home makes that money off of said funeral 10 or 20 grand, that's also paying for, we have to pay out the casket. We have to pay for the vault. We have to pay for the company that sets the vault and the grass, the tent, the chairs up. Um, we also have to pay our elect- electrical bill for the whole funeral home. We have to pay for water. We have to pay for those embalming chemicals, makeup, um, you know.
3: So all of the overhead.
2: Yes, they, overhead. They really you're large just overhead.
3: A, yeah, it's a large overhead that the employees are actually...
2: They don't get to take advantage of that.
0: Yeah.
2: No, and the employees
0: well. make, um, starting now, um, if you're an intern, $12, around $12, depending on the state... 12 dollars an hour
2: even depending on the city okay yeah so it really is there is no real set there's no
0: set industry standard of
2: there's no minimum wage set for a funeral director yeah
3: so there's an you average starting online.
2: salary of like 45k in Indiana
3: yeah and and kind of the perception of funeral directors because you are a director, which means that you have a ton of responsibility. Um, you also have, you know, um, and that's just, you know, managing the funeral service. But, you know, the responsibility, the emotional responsibility of providing support to, you know, families that are in need. So, you know, it's a pretty serious, heavy job. And then as physically
2: the, and mentally, physically <laughs> and, and
3: mentally she's a therapist and then,
0: as well as a a director a and project, a project post, manager, post
2: mortem surgeon, yes, yes.
0: <laughs> yes, and then surgeon, <laughs> project manager, and therapist, preacher, yeah,
3: and then add to that, cosmetology, that you also, you know, um, present yourself in a very um, conservative, professional manner. And so, the perception is those funeral home directors are raking it in, but the reality of it is is that you could. You know, maybe make more money. Uh, you know, in a different industry, being a therapist. Um, yeah, being a therapist, or even just you know, in, in a different industry. So this is truly something that, when folks make this decision, it is you something a, you are
2: passionate about. Yeah, you have a very compassionate heart for helping people. They're getting that last view of yeah through their very loved difficult one. times. Um, that it's a memory picture. They're not gonna forget what we how did that day. How you treated them. How we how treated we them. How their loved one might have looked. Um, so did you just rush them in and out and take their money, or did you take time to understand who they are and help commemorate a life yeah. that lived?
3: Yeah, and that's a, That's very valuable. Um, which kind of brings me to uh, another question of. Um, men versus women so for many years uh, my experience was funeral directors were 100 men and in the last 15 or 20 years i've seen that shift to women and um you know studying and, le- and researching more about this this actually for many years was the job of women and then men came in and so can you tell explain that a little bit how that happened how women started out sort of, um, you know, cleaning the body, washing the body, preparing the body, and then this death
2: industry. I'm not sure where the men took over. Yeah. Um, but women are natural caregivers. Yeah. Essentially. So I see why, um, women are coming in to this profession more than before. Um, People would rather talk to a lady. Yeah, I mean, they I'm, I'm very confused by a lady. as to
3: why we had this.
2: I don't know why male-dominated field, female to male, back to female. Maybe it's just a trend of the time. because I can to speak to that.
0: Okay. Okay. The history of this started um, embalming, kind of really well. It did start uh, during the Civil War. So yes. 1865, um, they need to get their loved ones back. Um, after war after war and um, they need to preserve the bodies because they would decay rather quickly um, within days if they didn't figure out how to do that so um, a couple of gentlemen I don't know their names um, discovered how to embalm how to preserve these bodies and uh, basically that became part of the tradition And then in 1920, it was really made solid and you started having death certificates and men started taking over the industry and women who are the natural caregivers went into nursing because they had to care for soldiers. with the sick and dying that was a part of the civil war and the after effects of the civil war so
3: it wasn't so much that men pushed women out but women were needed they just changed their
0: roles. Capacity. i would say it's a combination of both men um found a business and that they could make money because like you said you don't have to be embalmed so this is a very new tradition and i think
2: it also stems from um back in the day a lot of undertakers were furniture makers
0: what right? cabinet makers oh yeah, that
3: but, makes sense because they could make caskets on the side okay that makes sense right so you had your furniture store uh, on 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 one side and then maybe your funeral home next to it
0: and if anybody
2: can How add proct- to that
0: history, I would be very much interested. I mean, I'm, I'm continuing to research it.
2: There is a history museum in Washington, Indiana. I don't know if it still exists there or not. Ooh. Field trip. But it is really cool. Okay,
0: cool. Yeah, we might, we might have to check about yeah, out. Yeah, I'm glad that women are getting back into the industry. I just, from the, what we talked about today, I'd really like to see you pay more. Meaning you you should be paid as much as any prenatal doctor or doula or anybody else that brings life into the world. You're doing the exact same job because everybody dies. Everybody's born and everybody dies. And the people who are dealing with your loved ones after they've died should Ah, be respected and appreciated monetarily because we do live in a capitalistic world that's what i was getting ready to say i mean this
3: this is just another example of capitalism uh you know you
0: you You have to eat
3: yeah yes and you have to pay
0: bills and i don't want to do what she's doing i don't want to do it either
2: it's so gross sometimes.
0: It sounds very gross. <laughs> it
2: Sounds very <laughs> disturbing to me, which is and the hours can be. Ugh, yeah, you kind of have two. some I mean, crazy death hours. Death doesn't wait on anybody, so yeah, it and, could be and, two and o'clock and you, in the morning. It could be you know you're eating Christmas dinner and someone passes away. Oh, and when you
3: get that call, you just, you never just have to go yeah. and and deal with it, and you don't know what because that family walking, doesn't want
2: Uncle Bobling in the back room for. Three days for me to get through my holiday weekend yeah. to come pick him up. Yeah, I mean, oh, was a little
0: stinky. Well, yeah, there's no delay. Yes, no, and but just like giving birth, you you don't say, "Well, I've got to eat my lunch." Uh, hold on to that baby for yeah, a couple. Don't let of... that baby fall out of your <laughs> vagina yet. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just as instant as having a child. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, and we kind of disrespect death in that way. Oh. Yeah, and nobody well, complains absolutely. about their bills about having a child or the amount of money that it takes to raise children. I mean, some people do, but overall,
2: it's expensive love, to have children too. It's
0: very expensive to have. <laughs>
3: I've children.
2: seen my friends' bills.
3: Yeah, yeah, but um, you know, death is children. You have them forever, and death. Uh, oh, it's so the aftermath of it. So you have the the one, you know, the one or the three day funeral, and then it's done with. Um, and then your, your part is kind of, is it, is it over, um, as far as with the family goes? Because then the family is just left.
2: Okay. Because then the family is still waiting on me to, um, either submit their claims for the life insurance to help pay for their funeral. Um, they're waiting on death certificates because they can't shut down any bank accounts. They can't close out, um, any type of, uh, like a, a bank account or... Shut Credit utilities off or, or sell so, a house because so it was you in have their to, name. You
3: have to turn around those things. You have to. You're in charge of um, filing the insurance claims for life insurance.
0: So she's also a secretary.
2: Yes, and and if you've ever contacted an insurance agent agency, yes, uh, you're on that phone forever. It could and be health
3: insurance and that's life your insurance. responsibility. Is you take care of car that insurance for the family they don't
2: take care of that on their own um it's a mix i wow. mean people but you're in charge they of don't the know what certificate. to do with it yeah once that person passes so but then when i call um a life insurance company and they tell me they can't tell me anything because they need to speak to the beneficiary uh-huh there's another pain in my job yes <laughs> Because then you have to track down the beneficiary. So then the beneficiary has to call and, you know, So do they
3: bring you their life insurance policies like like someone shows up? Yeah. At,
2: you can go to a funeral home and drop off your policy and be like, here, you know, and they keep it for you until it's your time. Until it's the And, and, you, and people don't know that you can transfer. If you made prearrangements at ABC Funeral Home, you can transfer it to XYZ Funeral Home in any state.
3: Oh again this would be very handy if i knew more about what my mom and dad's plan was but it's for them to know and me to find out That's right.
0: wait a second so okay your parents said they want to they they paid for uh such and such funeral home um in a city and you live in a totally different state can you then request a funeral home in your state to ship the body out and take
3: care so of the So that's a cer- whole other thing. Yeah, shipping bodies across state lines. They have to be embalmed. They
2: do have to be embalmed. Ah. That is the only reason I will ever be embalmed is if my mom wants my body back and in another right state. Okay, yeah. Or cremated because it's cheaper. So she can cremate me if I'm in a different state. Lighter, and ship me back. easier to travel. Travel size.
0: So if you, if you cannot go to that state then do you then allow them to make the decision of cremation or do you just have the service? I mean, not even a service, really. You just bury the
2: body. So if um, we had a case, someone passed away in a different state, the family wanted the body back because he was working in that state, but he lived in Indiana. So we they had to pay that funeral home to forward a body to us, uh huh. They had to pay for their services down there, uh huh, and pay for our services up here. So it was like two funerals, sort uh, of. It just depends because so, each yeah. state's going to be what more if you expensive prepaid? or less
0: expensive. What if you prepay? Um, do you still have to do? Do you still have to pay that other service? Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's not included. Like you better die in the state you buy it,
2: or you can get insurance. Oh, covers travel insurance. (laughs) travel insurance (laughs) to bring you back. Goodness
0: gracious,
2: and of course, and we're not talking about. Okay, so then they they um, embalm you and prepare you to be shipped either in a casket or in a um, shipping container. Is is this just regular
3: travel insurance that you're talking about? Or is this, like, specific it's death? It's specific Okay. Okay. I thought travel. for a second you were talking about vacation insur- insurance no, just in don't. case you died no. on no. vacation. No. And I'm
2: like, holy <laughs> crap, that is really valuable.
3: <laughs> That's way more valuable than I thought it was. I thought it just covered your lost luggage. So then that funeral home has to lines. take
2: your body to the airport. Uh-huh. And then they put you in on cargo and fly you. To your destination, uh-huh. and that to your destin to your final <laughs> destination. <laughs>
3: your
2: so then, that other funeral home has to go pick your body up from the airport oh and bring it back. Wow, wow! And there's a lot of pressure changes and deceased, oh. and things can leak. Things can leak. Oh, goodness. Things can just not I really turn try out very to not leak. <laughs> <laughs> we all don't
3: <laughs> ever, ever. So, kind of on a different um, topic. Of, um, well, cremation. So, someone is cremated and they're put into a little container of some sort. Um, I I I remember being a child and uh, going into a room at at. Um, sort of my family funeral home where we're down in Kentucky where all of the you know all of my family that's the funeral home that they they did business with um but there was a little room filled with little brown cardboard boxes um and uh, you know each box was maybe like an eight by eight box and I remember asking what is in these boxes and um being
2: told cremated remains that hadn't been picked nobody up. picked them up how often does that happen? All the time. All the time. And people can come I mean, back 5 gonna, years later what do you do with those ashes? Mom or grandma up and Wow. They just they stay out. You have out to save them. Yeah. Yeah, you cannot dispose we of We have them. a certain time frame that we have to save them until and then we're able to scatter or bury or entomb sure. them.
3: But but there are there's more than a box or two that do not get picked up.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yes. That's a little bit heartbreaking. Um, you know, I I try to not be attached to you know my my physical body, um, but I would like to think your family's gonna pick you up. Fuck, at least maybe they pick it up. You know, why may- even
0: bother going through the whole effort? You paid
2: for all that too,
3: right? I know. Well,
0: I mean, you have to. That's like, like ordering s- a sandwich
3: and not going to get it. So yeah. what about people that haven't pre-planned, haven't prepaid, don't have any um, family, and they're dead?
2: What do you do with those bodies? Um, so we try to at least contact somebody. We make effort to put a notice in a local newspaper where they passed uh-huh. to try to find somebody. When we have a certain time frame that we have to do that. And if nobody responds, we can contact... Um,
0: who who, a, who t- assigns you? Yeah, yeah. Yes.
3: So individuals. how do you like, you know, if there's eight funeral homes in a county... Um, surely not,
2: you know, not, uh, it could be you the cop that. that showed up. It could be a nurse at the nursing homes. Like, uh-huh. Oh, I've used ABC funeral home. Um, or, you know, so who pays for the expense of that person? Like how's that covered? Um, we have, I'm trying to think of the name. Like, I think it's the treasurer. Oh, the county treasurer. I'm drawing a blank now. But there's someone you can go to to try to help cover those expenses. Really, but if, they, can't, if they qualified for Medicaid, you do get um, burial assistance Yeah, to help pay for those kind of things. But you have too. to
0: have an advocate of some sort.
2: And you also can't
3: just leave that body in the refrigerator, right? No. So you do leave it in the refrigerator for X amount of time, hoping that somebody claims this body, correct? Correct. Is
2: and that then like after... A Forty-two hours, you can 40, cremate.
3: Forty-two hours. So basically, er, forty-eight hours. Forty-eight. Sorry. So basically, if somebody doesn't claim a body, then you guys are going to cremate it.
2: And forty-eight hour rule is just for any cremation. You cannot cremate anybody before that forty-eight hours. That okay. way, if family changes their mind, okay, you okay. still
3: have the body. But, but if you have yeah. this body that no one has claimed, and and yeah, there's a certain time frame. Yes. Yeah. But that that hasn't happened to you yet, right? Um,
2: we've had one guy um, who's in a funeral home, or a funeral home, a nursing home. He didn't have any family. Um, we put newspaper articles out to um, a couple different places where he lived that we had previous addresses for. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't find anybody. And I believe the nursing home used some money that he had... Mm-hmm. To pay for his funeral, um and then or cremation, and then we would cremate or bury uh-huh. the guy. Okay, or female. But as a a general rule, like some... everybody is entitled to yes. a funeral. Okay, yeah, you can't just leave him in the fridge. I mean, I've sat in for a couple people's funeral because oh. they didn't have anybody that showed up.
0: That's heartbreaking.
2: And we'd have yeah. a preacher or somebody say a few words. thanks
0: marcy
2: (laughs) 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 and the one thing that you were talking about in the last all down the last podcast about preaching at somebody's funeral that you don't know of you know how many funeral oh my god preaching i hear yeah of people not uh,
0: again why is they use the
2: same like a script a formula yeah it's for every person yeah i'm like yeah. you just
0: makes
3: up the number of the day. Well, and and I think about that and I am, um, you know, when I'm at those funerals and and I think that it's because um people are uncomfortable with public speaking and people are very uncomfortable with the ask of asking someone would Who's you please say is? a few words? And
2: uh Oh, I it, hate those words. I know. We
3: haven't talked about what for me is the funnest part of the funeral, which is funnest? the funnest, the most fun. <laughs> Do you fun, put the fun in funeral? The most You fun? know what? <laughs> so I used to work at a greeting card company. Oh my gosh. And um, every year when they would ask for ideas about greeting cards, I always wanted to have them make a greeting card, a sympathy card that says, let's put the fun back in funeral, shot down every year. Shot it I down. why. I don't know. I don't know. Nobody I think that's great. Humor Nobody has a sense of humor about it. Yeah, yeah. I got in trouble for... Uh... Well,
2: but you know why they put fences around cemeteries, right?
3: To keep the dead people in.
2: No, because they're <laughs> dying to get in. Oh.
3: <laughs> Those dead people want out. <laughs> put the hearse in reverse and let me live again. Oh. Um, so, no, the fun part um, for me growing up as a little kid um, was to be in the lounge where our, the mm. chocolate pie was and the coffee with the creamer and um, all of the food. And growing up, that was homemade food. That was food that people brought by either to your house or to, and now it's lunch meat.
2: And Now it's Kroger it's, chicken, and, and
3: and I mean, and that really is a disappointment. And, and I am as guilty as anyone when someone passes away. My mom made a casserole or a pie or a something. I don't do that, and I'm I not I, sure I miss most that. I don't know how to cook these days, and a lot of
2: people don't do that anymore. I don't know why, and I do miss.
3: I think it's time, and and I and again, it's like. You know, funerals used to take three to four days, and now we've reduced it to one day. And if you know Tuesday is your one day, then and some
2: people are like, "Oh, I have to work that day." Yeah,
3: that might. But that might be your you have night.
2: time. Hopefully,
3: no, no, actually, you don't. Right. So, but you should. S- but you should. you should. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But, but, yeah, I, that's, that actually was a discussion um, this weekend at, at my mom and dad's house. The local school system has taken away bereavement pay. Did I say that right? Bereavement. Bereavement. Or as I like to call it, funeral pay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we just we really have shortened the amount of time to mourn and um you know uh, made it a lot less personal
2: definitely a lot less personal
3: um and that's and that's very sad because i think that uh death helps us grow as a person and going through i've that struggled with grief yeah
2: awful even being a funeral director and seeing it every day i've had i've struggled with my own personal grief because I guess I didn't know how to properly grieve. Well, and there's because no... Because it's not To normal, me, there's no time It's not limit. normalized.
3: Um, yeah, it's not normalized. and, and There and, isn't
2: any time on grieving no, there, either. No, there
3: isn't. And, and um, so many... Our life is so hustle and bustle that uh, we feel guilty if we're still grieving when everybody else has moved on. Absolutely. And and, and then that makes you... No, I, I understand that. I, I grieved a good friend and for funerals, a couple of years.
2: Aren't for the dead. They're they're for for the the living living because that's how you do process grief. Yes. And I feel like I was robbed of my own personal grief when my mom chose to cremate both my grandparents and I didn't actually get to have a funeral. Yeah. I didn't get to see them laid out. Um, I didn't get to see them buried in the ground to finalize to
3: finalize things. Um the grief. Yeah, and that, that really, so COVID, has, no, it makes total sense. Um, so COVID, you know, has affected the funeral business because people aren't having large funerals. People aren't going to funeral homes. Some people, people are dying postpone, alone. Yes, and people are dying alone. And then, you know, sometimes they're postponing, um, you know, having that end of life uh, funeral or life celebration and so it is hard to have closure and, and remember that, you know, this person is gone. Because-
2: I actually finally got closure on my grandparents' death. Um, they passed away in 2017, and I'd say last year.
3: Yeah. No.
2: It might have been this year, the beginning of this year. Um, I actually took care of a lady that I took care of. In home health mm-hmm. i took care of her in death too which was a beautiful thing um and it helped me let Have that that closure and let it go yeah let that grief finally go because i was actually able to bury my grief with her
3: yeah yeah again i mean this is such such an important thing to talk about but because it can be very heavy we
2: it's a very heavy subject. we
3: avoid it and people do yeah Yes, thoughts, Christy.
0: Yeah, I don't feel that way. Well, bring it. <laughs> just back I'm up. so sorry. <laughs> That's I was like, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. <laughs> but yeah, you do have a different view. I death. really do have a different view on death.
2: And um, people do. It's it's yeah. kind of weird when you deal with both sides of those kinds of people who are all cryy and arrangements, and then there's no, people I have who are great dry compassion
0: and... for people who I I really do think it's necessary to go through those experiences. I got lucky enough, as a child, uh, I had five great-grandparents. I had f- about four or five grandparents. Um, so I saw the whole gambit, you know, I saw, you know, my great-grandparents were 93, 99, wow. Um, So I got to see the whole process of life and death and the acceptance of their death. uh, And maybe that's
2: helped you normalize it.
0: Yeah, I would say absolutely. I've been to enough funerals that um, now at this point in time, um, and this occurred when I was in my 20s, but I I really do believe, not to get on the kick, but Buddhism helped me a lot uh, with death and dying. Because it made it very real that this is an experience that you will experience and that um, if you don't learn how to process the grief uh, without um, Let's just say this That you need to be able to do it without having a visual or having the experience meaning that you're able to say goodbye to a person without their presence or seeing a ritual done, mm-hmm. um, really helps you accept your own death. Then because I think that's that? what all comes down to is the ability to accept that what is happening to this person is gonna happen is going to happen to me. I miss this person. I don't want anybody else to miss me, and therefore, because I have yet to bury my parents. Um, they've both been cremated, and because of COVID, um, we've not had uh, an outdoor ritual, basically, because all his friends want one, for the very fact that you want one, or, or one in one because you are indifferent. I'm very indifferent, because I say goodbye to my parents every day, and, and I say goodbye to my father before he died every day. So, it, and I unfortunately had to say goodbye to my mother. Uh, she had Alzheimer's. So, that was a very long, drawn out process. Of, yeah, I
2: heard it in that first. Yeah, so
0: it, it's, I think it's a, a good thing. I think everybody needs to experience it. And I don't think experiences have a timeline, meaning you may not experience what you felt until you're 60 mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's no, um, there's no timeline for this. And I think everybody has to go through it. So that's why I keep my mouth shut because I don't feel that way anymore. And thus, you know, basically you should keep your mouth shut and have compassion for the person who needs to go through this process is the way I look at it. Gotcha. And I'll get off my soapbox. (laughs) No, it's fine. No, I think it's a compassionate thing. I think it's it everybody, It and if you try to cut a person off, like like you felt like your mother cut you off from that process,
2: it really does slow down mm-hmm. your ability. It makes a, a chronic or a complicated grief. Right. And I feel like she went through that, too. Right.
3: Probably. I mean, that's, you know. She just didn't realize Yeah, it's it. a sword that keeps festering. Yes. Yeah. And, and you and need it, to and clean it. it. And it, that can it's, be very frustrating there. because you, you know, you have long since buried or cremated the person, yet the pain is still there.
2: Day um, after day. Day after, after day. day. It could be little things that remind you of that person. But
3: then for other people in your family or your friends, they don't understand why you're not able to just... Get over it, and and, yeah, and get over it, and um, you know it. It it happened. I thought it was depression.
2: Yeah, but it turns out it was it was grief, complicated, chronic grief that didn't get worked out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think there are two sides of a coin, though. I think depression has that flip side with death and grief, and that you can cleanse it, and that's what rituals are for, and that's what I see. it's disappearing the ritual of talking about death uh the heaviness that we talk about um, i would like to see it not be there that it be more of just a part of your life and and to um engage in who they were or what they did or what they meant to you and then through that you can keep those memories
2: yeah the memories i think is Mm -hmm. what you have to hang on to because
0: that all that is all a person is because memories are continued on with human beings through generations Mm
3: -hmm.
0: so through your dna i believe but i i think the heaviness is always going to be there i mean
3: uh no it doesn't have to
0: no Uh, well it's just a big it's a big
3: idea the finality of you know Whoever it is, it ultimately comes back to the realization that you too are going to end that's
0: kind of some heavy shit. Yeah, but I feel like and having a child is a heavy thing. Fuck but yeah, it's no, heavy, nobody, yeah, but I'm 30 and don't have, have any. any, any of of like, I want another baby. What's wrong with yeah, that? you know what I mean. Like, they're more than happy to procreate right. and bring in and bring in and bring yes. in. But they certainly don't want to see anybody go out, go out, go yes. out. No, I think all of those
3: things are heavy. and, and um, you know having having children, uh, losing someone.
2: Even Um, pets. Losing pets pets, can be heavy.
3: Oh, gosh. Don't even. Well, I had that idea of the green cemetery for pets.
0: We'll we'll work
3: on that. Hey, there's pet
2: funeral homes. There are pet funeral homes. And you can get pet caskets, too.
0: I lost out on this industry. Uh, You haven't lost out. There's still time. We can do it. We're not dead yet. I think we should create a green cemetery. Well, I think we should not talk I about on this podcast. podcast or we will give away our great ideas. it's already out there. It's They're already out there. they are not going to do anything. They're it's steal just, our ideas. it's not in
2: our region I, and you know what? And
0: good for them. We need competition. i oh, I agree with that wholeheartedly. When did you become a capitalist? <laughs> I was born that Am way. Am I wearing on you? <laughs> no. Am I wearing you down? <laughs> no. <laughs> good healthy competition, not capitalist oh, competition. well great. So Are there any other questions that, or is there anything Anything else we left out that really should be addressed?
3: I want to know something. Have you ever heard of, or, and we'll Google it here in a second, buried someone in their bathing suit?
2: No, but I buried $1,500 Louis Vuittons.
0: Oh, my goodness. That's a grave robber thing. Oh. oh. <laughs>
3: wow. You have a lot more integrity than I do. <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: And that's why we... If, if,
3: if those, those puppies had been eight... Oh, They fit
2: my foot. Oh they looked uncomfortable as shit, but they made a little yeah. bit of money on eBay.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean... What well, a hole! Yeah, yeah. What a... Yeah. What a whole, you know, it really says to the integrity of the funeral director because. Well,
2: you're being entrusted with all this jewelry. um, Yeah, and
0: and, and and do people really
3: get buried with jewelry? Because in, in my family. You wore it until you closed the casket, and then and then you pass. And it on then we or robbed you. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: the vulture circled the wore- casket. Yeah, I usually have like <laughs> That's right. these little jewelry pouches in my coat pockets, so like I could take the ring off before we close Aww. the casket. Yeah, to give it back. Subtle. Even cremation, like when I was a crematory operator, I would inspect the body for jewelry because once it's cremated. I can't get it back. Yeah. So I'd wrong. rather take it off before the deceased goes in and gets cremated. Yeah. And then I can put it in with the ashes. That way a family oh, does it's like, decide. A surprise,
3: like the cracker <laughs> jack box. Oh my god, oh my god how thoughtful. <laughs> right.
2: So if they do decide that they want it back and or they do want to pass it on to somebody, it's yeah. still retrievable. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I never had um, have understood. I mean, trinkets, yes. You know, I think Grandma was buried with a locket of. You I've know, seen people
2: buried brother. with like if but, but, you Grandma know, got buried with papal Yeah, yeah. So you can bury pretty. You can bury cremate people with anything in their pockets. I've seen Any double joints. Caskets? I've seen. I've never seen oh. a double casket. Kind of, yeah. So I mean, if they they want to put a case of beer at Papal's foot because. He loved beer. Yeah, or I bet. a joint my, in a pocket. Because my friend Anthony. They loved every time marijuana. I go to
3: visit his um, grave, there are at least one or two beer bottles.
2: I've put cremated remains in a Bud Light can.
0: Oh, classy! Wow, <laughs> that's classy. <laughs> See,
3: that's Mountain fun dew
2: bottle. and weird. That is fun <laughs>
0: and weird. I mean, at least that lightens the day a little bit. Doesn't it? Just a little
2: bit. <laughs> no, I'm kind of like WTF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how am I going to get this in here and how am I going to seal it? <laughs>
0: how am I going to seal it? Yeah. So super glue. Wow. Right? A funnel and super
3: glue. Wow. Well, thank you for being our guest, our very yeah. first guest, Miranda. Um, You're very welcome. It, it is. Uh, it's
2: been a little weird. It has been
3: a
0: little weird. <laughs>
3: Death and, and eye-opening. And eye-opening, yes. Death and dying. Disturbing. Uh, I'm not so disturbed. Well, I was already. I was concerned.
0: a little disturbed about the skin, I'll be honest. I don't want anybody peeling my skin off. So I'm really on. questioning the organ donor thing. Are you really? <laughs> I don't want to put the lotion in the basket. put the lotion in the
3: basket? <laughs> I, I am like thinking they're going to take a look at my skin because I put a lot of oh. lotion
2: on. And a lot of people and just get ruled out.
3: They do because they don't have nice skin.
2: Because. <laughs> wow, well, that's
0: your biggest goal now in life? <laughs> I want to have the best skin I want skin them to take organs. my skin. <laughs>
3: Yes, I do want them to take my only if you you're are... going to be cremated. I oh, really do
2: appreciate.
0: Yes, um, you were a wonderful guest, uh, first guest especially. We were both very nervous. Um, yes, for you, uh, for for. <laughs> us.
2: And sorry to those that I may have misrepresented any type of information or questioned or. Oh
3: no, we don't worry about
2: fact checking. <laughs> no, no, no,
3: no. I, I'm pretty sure that dude no our our intention we're just conversational um, yeah our intention here is to just have conversation and hopefully you know get folks thinking about um something that maybe they don't think about right. all if the time which is why we chose this topic.
2: information hey
0: yeah. wait this is a great idea if you really want the facts why don't you go to a funeral home oh <gasps> And pre-plan your funeral. And then it will all be very factual and very legal.
2: And you can ask all the questions that you want. Just don't call the funeral home at 4.30 and ask, where do we put the blood?
3: Oh, yeah, because you close at (laughs) 5. (laughs) 5.
2: (laughs) Because <laughs> people do that. They call and ask the strangest questions. Where do sometimes.
3: we put the blood? At, 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 yeah. at the end of the day. Do we just so bottle
2: it up and then...
0: Where would they get the blood from? From, from the, the bodies. bodies? We, and we know
3: that it goes down the drain. It goes down
2: the drain. But people have asked, you know, do you bottle it up? Do you... Can we sell crap? it? You know, you know, what do you do with it?
3: Yeah, I mean, maybe they need some for their... I don't know. I guess it would maybe make your roses grow better. I have no idea. I don't
2: know. Please do not put blood on your roses.
3: <laughs> I don't know. But I think that we out Just try some ebbs now. and salt. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to It's So Weird podcast with Marcy and Christy. And today, our guest, Miranda. And as always, if you enjoyed this, please send us an email. Hit us on Facebook. Like us on Instagram. Check us out on Twitch. Get a pigeon to fly over and send us some money whatnot, and have a great night, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thank you.
2: Thank you.
1: Insolescence, pre-designed Been picking fights with that lobotomized mind Lockdown, down, commencing soon Too many graveyards on the by their cheer